Numbers 17. This is the shortest chapter in the book of Numbers. It's a continuation of the previous chapter. 12 verses only. Let's read. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and take rods from them, one for each father's house, of all their princes according to their father's houses, twelve rods. Write each man's name on his rod. You shall write Aaron's name on Levi's rod. There shall be one rod for each head of their father's houses. You shall lay them up in the tent of meeting before the covenant where I meet with you. It shall happen that the rod of the man whom I shall chose shall bud. I will make the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against you, cease from me. Moses spoke to the children of Israel, and all their princes gave him rods, for each prince one, according to their father's houses, a total of twelve rods. Aaron's rod was among their rods. Moses lay up the rods before Yahweh in the tent of the testimony. On the next day, Moses went into the tent of the testimony, and behold, Aaron's rod for the house of Levi had sprouted, budded, produced blossoms, and bore ripe almonds. Moses brought out all the rods from before Yahweh to all the children of Israel. They looked, and each man took his rod. Yahweh said to Moses, Put back the rod of Aaron before the covenant to be kept for a token against the children of rebellion, that you may make an end of their complaining against me, that they not die. Moses did so, as Yahweh commanded him, so he did. The children of Israel spoke to Moses, saying, Behold, we perish, we are undone, we are all undone. Everyone who keeps approaching Yahweh's tabernacle dies, we will all perish. And that's it, short little chapter. So in the last chapter, people had been complaining and that about you know God choosing Moses and choosing Aaron, and God's decided here to put an end to the question of who's the chosen group or the chosen person once and for all. So there's this test. You know, when a leader of each of the 12 tribes comes and they all put their rod before the tabernacle. And Moses, uh, Aaron's rod is the one that sprouts leaves and blossoms and, and produces ripe almonds even overnight. And it's a testimony that God has chosen Aaron. And the Bible said there, this was so that their murmuring would stop and they would not die. So even in that example, God's showing his concern for people that they wouldn't die. And this is a way of stopping their grumbling and complaining, at least about this. There's going to be more grumbling and complaining about other things. So, um, and of course, when people have their heart set against something, no amount of evidence can convince them otherwise. It's just what happens. And um, even after this incident had happened, the people are saying, we're all going to perish, we're all going to perish. <laughs> What type of a reaction is that? Have you ever asked yourself what type of a reaction? Burton Kaufman, the commentator, he said that this was evidence of their lack of repentance. In other words, instead of seeing that sign and saying, sorry, Lord, that we didn't trust you, that you'd chosen right. Sorry, Lord, we didn't respect your choice. No, instead, they're saying, we're all in trouble, we're all going to perish. In other words, God's against us. You know, He hasn't done what we want, he's doing what he wants. He's... So the attitude is one of complete lack of repentance. What should have been their attitude? Well, the attitude should have been one of, of 
you know, for starters, gratitude, but at, at very minimum, an attitude that said, sorry, sorry, Lord. Sorry that we didn't trust you. Sorry that we complained about you choosing others. Lord, you know what's best. And you think of the story of Job, you know, after Job had all those terrible things happen to him in the book of Job, and he says, um, though he slay me, I, yet I will trust him. Job's attitude is no matter what God does, he must have a good reason for it. I'm going to keep trusting him. Well, that's a wonderful attitude to have. That should have been what happened here. These people should have said, the Lord has chosen the Levites. He hasn't chosen us. I don't know why he's chosen them and not us, but he must have a good reason and we're going to trust him. And there are things in our lives that happen like that. There are things that, that happen to us that are outside our control and sometimes we wonder why but instead we should choose to trust him. Now sometimes it's that the devil is having a go at us. So in that case, our attitude is to still trust the Lord, but it's to say, Lord, this thing that's happened to me, it's not right. Lord, I ask you to rectify it. So we're still approaching the attitude on the same side as the Lord. We're not opposing the Lord like these people did and setting ourselves apart from him. If I could think of, a, of a, an example, a biblical example of the right attitude that we should have, I can't, apart from Jesus, because Jesus is always the example of the right attitude to have, but apart from Jesus, I can't think of any better example than the attitude that David had towards King Saul. David's attitude towards Saul was so admirable. Saul was the king David had been chosen by the Lord to be the king, and David knew it, but his attitude, you know, he went through a process of something like 20 years of having to hide for his life, of being pursued by Saul, Saul trying to kill him. Now, he, he would obviously have had questions. Why isn't the Lord giving me the throne? Why, why am I having to flee from my life? Why um, am I having to live in all these other remote places? Why is my life so tough? David had a lot of questions, but his attitude was always one of huge respect towards Saul. And um, in fact, he had an opportunity to kill Saul several times. And his attitude always was, I will not touch the Lord's anointed. I'm not going to say a single thing against someone that the Lord has picked because the Lord has picked them. If the Lord has chosen them, there's a reason. And so here we've got this story, you know, with the Lord's chosen Levi, and these others complained about it. This is in the previous chapter. And now the Lord has, has, has deliberately caused Aaron's rod, you know, he's representing Levi, to bud and to blossom, and as a proof of his choosing. And the people are saying, whoa, woe is us, we're all going to perish. Uh, it's no wonder God got frustrated. I even feel a bit frustrated reading these stories myself, frustrated for God. But then, of course, we sometimes have the same attitudes ourselves. But what attitude should we have? Think David. Think David. The attitude of sonship. The attitude that he was even willing to serve Saul, even though Saul was out to get him. And the attitude towards God. Lord, you chose Saul, so I'm going to honour and respect your choice. That attitude, that sonship attitude, is a wonderful, godly attitude. And if you have that attitude, the Lord will lift you up. And that is what happened to David. After a certain amount of time, it was 20 years, but the Lord did lift David up. And that's what we need in our hearts. If you have this sonship attitude, respecting the Lord's choices, honouring, 
serving, the Lord will also lift you up. Father, I ask for your grace to be upon us. Help us to have the heart of a son, the heart of Christ towards his father, the heart of sonship towards our leaders. Lord, give us this grace to respect them. Lift us up, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.